Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Ay, 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, episode 102, Rangers New York Comic Con News Roundup, recorded on October 10th, 2017. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Summer Ranger up with your hosts, I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. I'm Doug, also known as Doug Watchin. I am Brian, also known as Collector Shuki. And I'm Shuki for you folks. <laughs> And I'm Hassan, also known as Hassan Ahmed 120. All right, today's podcast is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a premium, free 30-day one-game app trial, specifically for our listeners at GameflyOffer.com slash RangerCommandPH. Hey, guys, how are you doing? So good. good. I'm not dead. That's good. <laughs> I'm happy about that. <laughs> Me too. That's good. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're glad you're here. <laughs> we're, we're glad that everyone's here okay. <laughs> that's that's a, an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. We've made it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Brian, since you're here, I want to take a, a cue from the podcast that you do on Geek Each Week, and I want to find out if you guys bought anything recently. So, like, me personally, I have slowly been accumulating the Ninja Steel figures. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, not too long ago, I found the the three training ones that were out at Meyer, just like you did. Yes. Meyer, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I, at that same time, I found Red and White Master Mode. And then I was at a, a Walmart uh, over the weekend... When I was on vacation, I found blue, yellow, and pink master mode. And so now I just need to go to a Big Lots to get gold, because apparently he's a Big Lots exclusive. <laughs> Who knew? And, <laughs> and I need to find normal gold and uh, the Skulligator, and then I'm I'm done. So Okay, Brian, I can help you out with two of those, because my Big Lots still has two of the gold, and I was just at my Meyer, and they still have a regular Gold Ranger. So if you want me to, I can pick those up for you. Yeah, I, m- I might have you do that. It'll be easier. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I can't help you with the Skull Gator, because that one's mine. <laughs> and they only they only have one per case, apparently. But yeah, if you told me like two years ago that I'd be finding new figures at freaking Big Lots of all places... There, there, there's only three within driving distance. One is like right down the street from my new place, which is great. But the other two, I would have to drive like an hour and a half to. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that like toy hunting videos of my, you know, if I went and filmed video like before, it'd be oh, let's go to Toys R Us or Target. Now it's let's go to Big Lots or Walgreens because that's apparently where Power Rangers toys are now. Yep. I still have not seen any of those metallic figures anywhere. Oh, it's yeah, bad. I went to like four Walgreens, and I have not found any. So, 
I went to like 12 Walgreens. <laughs> They're more closely packed here in the Chicago suburbs. And... Oh my gosh, they are. The amount of Walgreens I went to when those red Super Megaforce figures were happening was disgusting. <laughs> Same. I didn't even know so many Walgreens existed until I went Power Rangers toy hunting. <laughs> Every corner. Yeah, pretty much. Doug, any new pickups for you? No, not really. I mean, everything I've been doing lately actually is mostly video game stuff. I just got a Switch, and so I've been totally preoccupied with Zelda and Pokémon and Stardew Valley. So I haven't picked up any sort of like toy or collector stuff lately. All right, that's cool. Hassan, what about you? This last week was a little slow because I bought a ton of stuff before that. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Brian and Chris at Long's Toys, they got me into Kamen Rider build. So I got into all that stuff. Oh, boy. Uh, plus, uh, Q-Ranger has been awesome, so I've been getting a ton of that stuff. And then I got, like, the Ninjetti Power Coin set, the Power Rangers movie Power Coin set. Yep. Uh, um, I just got the Funko Pop Megazord. It's just a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot for New York Comic Con, even though I didn't go. Tom was nice enough to be my enabler. And I was able to score the Fighting Spirit Legacy set, which is nice. And I got the black and gold Dragon Zord pop for a, a non-scalper uh, price, which is good. I got it for retail. Ooh, nice. nice. Yeah, I but... having to get the Fighting Spirit set on eBay, because it was just impossible otherwise. I kind of lucked out in, in that regard, but... Yeah, and a, a few weeks ago I got the, or whenever it released, I got the Psycho Q-Tama, which is cool. That's a fun toy. I'm loving Q-Ranger. I'm going in for all those Q-Tama. Ooh. Yeah. There's a lot of them. <laughs> and and I still haven't got some of the, the Voyagers yet, so I, I'm a little behind on the Voyagers, but... I'm pretty much keeping track on all the candy and gash upon releases that are coming out. So, because uh, I know those are going to be a pain to find, you know, when the show goes off the air. So, yeah, it's just a lot of spending on on stuff I probably don't need. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found the white and yellow Mighty Morphin Legacy figures at Walgreens, and totally thought that I stumbled across some long lost figures that had been hiding somewhere only to find out that like literally all the ones being shipped right now are those. Yeah. So I did get those. My Walgreens did not get a metallic figure case. They just got the white and the yellow. Cause I saw white by a Walgreens. I went to by work and I was kind of disappointed. I was like, I just, I said I wasn't going to get the metallic figures, but if I see them in person, I might just pull the trigger. I don't know. I'm so I'll conflicted. For them not to show up. And then Thank 12 you. Walgreens later. <laughs> yeah. Tw- 20 Walgreens later. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, that's so much driving. Speaking of uh, the Qtama, I got the ones that you sent me in the mail today, Eric. Nice. And, and you're digging them? You're digging all the yeah. dogs? <laughs> Puppy power, yo. That set was like the dog set. And one random bird. <laughs> yeah, I like how they paired against a bird. It's like it's like four hunting dogs. <laughs> it's, one of the dogs has three heads. It's the duck hunt set. That's what it is. <laughs> so this past weekend, New York Comic Con happened, and none of us went 
but we're going to talk all about the news that came from said event. Actually, a couple days before the show, there was this huge press release for the Power Rangers 25th anniversary plans. So we're going to break that down and discuss that. First, Saban's Power Rangers anniversary campaign will be a multi-tiered program titled You've Got the Power, designed to encourage, enable, and empower children and adults to unleash their inner superhero. (laughs) (laughs) Encouraged, enabled, and empowered. I want to be all of those (laughs) (laughs) E-words. So, Saban Brands will celebrate the brand's anniversary date, August 28th, 2018, in more phenomenal fashion. So that's as vague as you can possibly be. Literal fashion? Because that would be weird. What? (laughs) It's not. It's not. It didn't go over well at all. (laughs) That's just vague enough for them to be, we don't exactly know what we're doing yet. (laughs) Just a Twitter post saying, uh, happy anniversary. (laughs) Probably. At the very least, we'll get that. And probably no surprise to anyone, but this is our official confirmation of it. A special 25th anniversary episode will air on Nickelodeon during Power Rangers Super Ninja Steel season in summer 2018. And summer 2018, are they going to break the hiatus and do something like in the middle of July? Or does that mean the summer where it's like the last bit of August? (laughs) Probably the latter. I hope this doesn't tie in to that's what they're doing on the 28th. When is the 28th next year? What what day of the week is that? I should look that up. Just looking that up. August 28th is a... Is that a Tuesday? Yeah, it's a Tuesday. Nice. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure they're not going to release a Ninja Steel episode on a Tuesday. I don't know. Wouldn't that be cool if they did something like they used to do in the Disney era where they would do like a primetime episode? Remember there was a couple times where we got like a primetime Power Rangers episode and we we're all like, oh my god. Wasn't that Mystic uh, Force? Yeah, Dark Wish. And- yeah! Amazing. Oh, I didn't know that's how that happened. That's so perfect. Yeah, it was like a movie event in primetime. It was like 7 p.m. or something. Good. Yeah, that was cool. Dark Wish was awesome. Uh, so awesome. Yeah, I, it's weird because I use Dark Wish as a username, like in a bunch of places because of that. So you, like, Dark Wish is awesome. Like, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> no, that was fun. Like, that's why. That's why I kind of named it that because like yeah. kind of got me hyped around that time and everything, and it was just a cool way that they're promoting the show, and um, I just I loved it. Oh man, awesome. we're gonna have to do a rewatch on on that. We're gonna yes, have to do a yes, commentary. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. It was so cool because they, I remember they, because I used to have it, they released a a, a DVD and it was just the Dark Wish collection. Because that was the first time they've ever done a a five episode arc aside from Green with Evil. So it was awesome. Anyways, Dark Wish is good, guys. You should watch that. (laughs) (laughs) Celebrate your 25th anniversary of Mystic Force. Thank you. If you guys are listening to this on Saturday. So this week they announced the Power Rangers live tour officially and tickets are on sale right now. 
Chris and I are actually talking about me going out to Denver in February, and I will go with him, and we'll take his kid as to not look creepy. <laughs> so... <laughs> Where we throw back to that time where we talked about you going to a live show uh, and going on stage and kicking and punching. No one else remembers that episode? Oh, Ranger Command Superfan <laughs> problems. <laughs> I'm on the show and I don't remember that. <laughs> Eric just blocked it, it out of big. his memory. Go back and listen. <laughs> uh. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to run on stage like Victor and Monty and be like, Wah! Yeah! <laughs> Guys, look, I'm a ranger! It's for none of my references to land at all. <laughs> oh, actually, we're, we're going to get off track a little bit. But, Doug, I was over at your place on Sunday, and I noticed you had a particular item in your Power Rangers shelf. <laughs> This is actually like a mini reunion of that episode. Speaking of throwbacks to episodes, there is an episode, and I don't know if it's going to be easy to pull this clip or not, but I'll figure out what it, what it was. But it was the post-PMC episode roundtable something. Yes. Um, and we were talking about all the different merchandise they were releasing. I could have done without the nesting dolls. Like, I don't get what <laughs> are those. Yeah. Like, so who asked for those? I they're the hip new trend. I didn't know. Like, the, that's Isn't something that, that grandmothers collect, right? <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, are you guys excited about the little alpha too? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, alpha in anything is cool. We do need more alpha. But nesting doll? So weird. I don't know what focus group they talk to. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just not a 60-year-old grandma. I think they talked to, like, our moms. Like, my mom is now a grandma, and she must have been like, yeah, nesting dolls are sweet. <laughs> or nesting dolls. And and you know what? My, my son liked Power Rangers, so I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to honor his legacy by getting a Power Rangers nesting doll. Yeah. I need a weird gift to give my son who still watches Power Rangers. Here it is. <laughs> it's something that appeals to me and my son. Here you go. <laughs> At PMC announced the nesting dolls, dolls or yeah. whatever those are called. Um, oh, and the I, nesting dolls. Yeah. Yes, the nesting dolls. And I remember on that episode me being very confused over who the target audience was and saying, I'm not sure who the target audience is. This seems like something my mom would buy me as like a Christmas present or something. And my mom bought me the nesting dolls <laughs> like six months ago. I like, had to do everything in my power not to laugh like immediately upon opening this gift. <laughs> so sincere. Uh... <laughs> I just happened to look over at your Power Rangers cabinet on Sunday and I'm like... What the hell? It was fulfilled. You are the one. <laughs> the one person that owns it. <laughs> oh. So anyways, there is the Power Rangers Live National Tour. It's in partnership with Red Light Management and Creative Artists Agency. It's an epic, one-of-a-kind, and interactive theater production. And so right now, as I mentioned, pre-sale tickets went online. 
And there's actually like a Ranger VIP. And this is going for over 150 bucks. Are you guys excited about this? Are you planning on going to it or no? Uh, I don't know. There's one not too far from me, actually, at the Royal Oak uh, Music Theater, I think is what it's called. So it, that's not too far away from me at all. So I'm considering it. I And it's, it's near my birthday, too, so I could probably swing it as a gift from somebody. But I don't know if I would go for the VIP thing, but I'm kind of a whore for stuff, so... <laughs> Well, they said that that there'll be some kind of exclusive item. Hold on. I'm pulling it up. Like, that's what gets me. I mean, if you throw those words around, I'm like, it's the reason I get the bigger tier packages for Morphicon. And (laughs) throw merchandise and stuff at me, I'm like, well, that's the only way I can get it. Exclusive uh, Ninja Steel Power Star. Oh, Oh, God. God. (laughs) Give me back my money. And interestingly enough, the show is written by one of the, or two of the former writers for Power Rangers, James Bates and David McDermott. So, yay? (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be this VIP Ranger Pass, which will include one premium reserve ticket in the first 15 rows. An invitation to the Ranger base after the show featuring strike a pose and get a photo with the Power Rangers. It's Morphin Time, green screen photo booth. (laughs) Morph into your favorite Power Ranger. So it just seems like what they did at the Bandai booth. Um, Create your own Power Rangers mask. One exclusive Power Rangers gift. Healthy snacks and water and an on-site Ranger base host. That's not like a... <laughs> the host thing isn't a perk to me. It's just going to be some dude. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys want to check this out, you can go to PowerRangersLive.com to find out about tickets in your area. And even without the VIP, tickets can go anywhere from like 50 to 70 bucks. Oh, Yeah, I hope to God it's more than a half hour, because (laughs) I would feel completely gypped. And Chris is all like, oh yeah, we're going to do the VIP. I'm like, are you kidding me, man? (laughs) (laughs) But yay, at least I'll get to see my godson. So that's, there will be some good coming from that. Um, So the next on the 25th anniversary plans, Power Rangers will be the first licensed property with an official interactive role-playing game streaming live on Hyper RPG, an industry-leading channel on Twitch, the world's leading social video platform, and community. And I just don't care. I don't even understand what this means. I don't, I don't get it. So, I mean... Is going to play, or is it like... but? interactive in some way that like i don't so the the only reason i know hyper rpg is because jason at saban brands his wife is actually one of the people that's on it and they do like this role it's like live action role playing and they did a season of star wars so it's like basically watching someone's 
D&D type of thing. Basically watching like a season long of that. Like they're the ones crafting their own story. They're creating their own characters. And it's interactive in the sense that, you know, you can talk to them while this is going on and you can participate in some way. You can vote on the events that happen and stuff. And so I assume that they're basically going to create their own Power Rangers season, like a role-play Power Rangers season, D&D style. Might probably watch that. <laughs> oh, I'm intrigued. I'm curious to see how they do that, but for me, I never get into these Twitch things. Like, I don't like watching other people play these things, because I'd rather be the one playing it. You know what I mean? So... Oh. Me too. I watch tons of people play games. I just don't have friends to play them with, so I have to watch other people. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's a good point. <laughs> so it, it would be interesting to see how this plays out, but they do have great production values, and it seems like they have a really good community of people. So, hey, as long as this exposes more people to Power Rangers, why not? I, I'll give it a shot, but I don't know how much something of that I'll keep up with. Next up, there will be more interactive experiences with new game-changing brand partners to create Power Rangers escape rooms and virtual reality centers, as well as learning and physical development opportunities for kids and much more. I would do the heck out of a Power Rangers escape room. Yes. I would too, but is it bad that I'm like skeptical because I can't envision it? Like what are what are you yeah, imagining? I, really... <laughs> I wonder that too. I'm <laughs> like I'm excited at the prospect, right? Like I would love to do that because escape rooms are sweet and Power Rangers is sweet. But I just am so curious as to like what story they would craft around it and like how that would look. Gosh, I need to know more about everything on this list. Yes, <laughs> we need all the details right now. I'm kind of imagining it as like. Lord Zed or, and or a random monster of the day has captured you in their dimension room. I could see them doing a recreation of, like, the green with candle area that Goldar. <laughs> you have to, like, somehow escape from that. <laughs> and there's stuff that happens. I've never done an escape room before, so I don't have that experience, but... I assume it's just, like, a whole bunch of puzzles you need to get out somehow. Yeah, I mean, it, it all varies in difficulty and, and theme and all that. But, yeah, essentially you're trying to find certain keys or something to open something else, which gives you another key to something else. And there's usually either locks or some other mechanism that you have to kind of figure out the code. Or and There's lots of different ways to do it. But it, it's pretty fun. It's definitely, especially if you get a good group going and... Mm-hmm. Um, it gets it gets a little hectic sometimes because the time's running out and you're like screaming at each other like no no move on <laughs> you can do it you know but but uh, yeah definitely seems like it could be pretty interesting. I'm just picturing like some kind of foggy dimensional thing that Power Rangers always does, and maybe they could have like projections of like the monsters or the Rangers are are like trying to encourage you from beyond the dimension or something, and. It has the potential to be very cool. I just hope they really execute it well. And how funny would that be if... Because Zach works for an escape room place. 
Wouldn't that be funny if his place was one of the ones that got it? That would be so cool. What if it's Obviously. just a pizza and you have to get out of the pizza? <laughs> Can I eat the pizza to get out of it? <laughs> because I would do that. <laughs> yeah, they they get the really crappy uh, monster suit from Turbo that that was in. <laughs> Trap you into the pizza. (laughs) I didn't think strap you into the pizza was a phrase that I would hear today. (laughs) But I'm all about it. (laughs) Now I'm hungry. So the next one is the unveiling of the top 25 for the 25th collection, which will feature must-have Official anniversary items for collectors of all ages from notable partners including Bandai, Power Rangers Legacy Wars from Enway, and record-breaking Power Ranger comics from Boom Studios, amongst others. And we'll get into some of the items uh, in a bit when we discuss uh, what was revealed at New York Comic Con, but some of those items that we'll discuss are considered part of this top 25 for the 25th. I think that's a cool concept. It looks like some of the items get some special packaging. So that's pretty cool. That's that's cool. That's a thing that's <laughs> happening. No reaction from the peanut gallery. Moving on. Enthusiasm <laughs> <laughs> uh, was so much that we were speechless. <laughs> and then teaser campaigns will begin soon, and the official celebration will kick off in January 2018, and continuing through holiday 2018. So basically, all of 2018. And that's good. I'm glad that, you know, they're building a little bit of a hype train now, and maybe January 2018, that's when Super Ninja Steel is going to premiere. So maybe that's the kickoff. Lots of things coming up. Side note, we reported on this a few shows back, but now we have an official release date for Shout Factory's uh, Seiju Sentai Ginga Man on DVD. The tentative release date is January 30th, 2018. I'm excited for this because we're getting closer to GoGo 5 and Lightspeed Rescue. Definitely want to check all of that out. Yes, keep buying those. Keep buying those so we get more and more and more. I need a couple that I still have to buy, but they're on my list. Yeah. So I am definitely going to support them, though, because, uh, yeah, so I want them to... How cool would it be if we eventually get to go Kyger? That'd be so sweet. Ugh. That'd be awesome. And release it, release it on Blu-ray, because <laughs> it was HD formatted for that format, mm-hmm. so... <laughs> Yeah. Come on, Shout Factory, I, I and you can like do it. When we get to the seasons that were shot in HD, I feel well, like... Bokinger, right? Either do both or just do Blu-ray or, or something like that. Just If you have the pretty footage, you might as well give us the prettiest way of watching said pretty footage. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So now, we're going to talk about New York Comic Con. We'll provide links in the show to Toku Nation uh, slash Toy Arc's pictures, and also uh, Power Rangers Now coverage of the event. But first, let's talk about this new Super Ninja Steel trailer that we got. Hi. Holy cow, yeah. Sledge is back. <laughs> what is going on? 
I don't know, but I am so excited to see how that fits. <laughs> Me too, because he was killed twice in Dino Charge. <laughs> so then again, the ending of Dino Charge threw that continuity out the window pretty much. So it's like you know, whatever. I, at True. this point, I'm like, I don't care about the continuity. I just think it's cool how they're crossing over some of the seasons like that. So yes, I'm all for it. I did hear an interesting theory. I think it was, I heard it on Ranger Board or I saw someone tweet it. Um, if this is your theory, I'm sorry I don't uh, remember who it was that said this. But I saw an interesting theory that maybe we're seeing a younger Sledge because he's in the ruins of the, the Warrior Dome ship. And someone was saying that he rebuilds that ship and eventually that that's what becomes the ship that we see in Dino Charge, and somehow he gets flown back in time, which creates the time loop that Dino Charge exists in. That would be awesome! Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I got lost there. I was like, what? <laughs> Sledge is back. That's uh, However he's back. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they explain it a little bit, though. Like, you gotta give me something here. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. If he just, like, comes back for for no set apparent reason, like, just the start of Super Ninja Steel, like, Sledge just comes back, he's like, ah, I'm back, and then it, the show goes about its business, then I will be severely disappointed. Like, that's why I'm just so lukewarm on this, and I feel mm-hmm. bad about it. But, <laughs> like, everything that possibly had me hype for, like, any of these shows... Every time I do, it ends up letting me down. And so, <laughs> I, I'm over here just going, oh, cool. It's something that could possibly be a really neat concept. And then in the back of my mind, I'm just sitting here going, they either won't explain it. It'll just be for the anniversary episode or it's just going to suck. I don't know. <laughs> cautiously excited. Oh, okay. I'm with you, Brian. Like, I'm cautious. I will say, seeing that trailer... That's pretty much the most hype I've ever been for Ninja Steel. And that's saying yeah, something. I can agree with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if you listen to this podcast for any length of time, this is probably the most excited I've ever been for Ninja Steel because of that trailer. That's true, and I did a whole episode about Ninja Steel with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was mainly positive for the most part because... Oh, I know. <laughs> So, I'm trying to get myself centered. Like, I don't want to be the guy that's like, Ninja Steel sucks! That's not fair to the people that listen to this show and happen to like Ninja Steel. So, I'm trying to remain optimistic. There are a lot of things I don't like about the show, but I will recognize when the show does something cool. Or what I think is good. And my standards might be much higher than everyone else's. I can admit that. But this trailer, total hype. Like, I love that they did, yeah, six episodes left. How's it going to happen? And, I mean, if you watch the international spoilers, and you know what happens, and it might not be that great. But, but I will say it was really cool to see the two extra red Ninja Steel Rangers. Mm-hmm. That was pretty epic. We'll see how epic it is when it comes back. <laughs> and, and we'll see how cool it is for Super Ninja Steel. But we do know we're getting an anniversary episode. 
Sledge is back. We don't know if he's tied to that anniversary episode, but there's already a couple exciting things that are going on for the second half of the show, which genuinely have me excited for new episodes. Anyway, announced for Power Rangers Legacy Wars, we are getting a Megazord mode this month. How many of you guys are, are still actively playing that game? I stopped a long time ago, but that's I don't really play mobile games much. Okay. Um, but I like I feel like Power Rangers Legacy Wars, the cool thing about it is I've seen constant announcements of new rangers and everything and i just think it's so cool how they're bringing in things from so many different seasons yeah so i really want to get back into it so i just recently the other day kind of booted it back up and started playing a little bit again so i don't know how long it'll last but i just the amount of effort they're putting into it mm. just makes me like really want to give this a shot and and uh continue playing it i love the fact that they're they're putting in so many different things from all these different seasons and seeing a megazord mode of all things excites me a lot because robots are my jam but i can't get into this game like at all Mm -hmm. every time i try to jump back into it i like lose 10 games a row and i'm like nope and i close it for (laughs) for several months and i hate it because they keep adding all these characters that i love they add in Udana and um, yes. Wolfwire and Korag and and all that. I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. I love all these guys. And so like, I boot up the game, and I'm like, I'm never going to get these guys. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I stroll in, lose 10 matches. I'm like, oh, that's why I stopped playing. And then I close it again. So, like, I applaud them on their effort, and I applaud them on the way that they're like actually celebrating this franchise. Right. And not just sticking like one thing and that's it. I applaud them on that. I just don't like the game. And Doug, what about you? I've never played it. And that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I echo what Brian and Hassan said because it's amazing how much they're putting into it and the diverse Mm -hmm. amount of content that's going into it. So I want to play it. I just, I am confident I'll be terrible at it. And so I just haven't, haven't done it. I never used to be big on on mobile games, but then over a year ago, Star Trek Timelines came out, and I'm constantly still, to this day, playing that every single day, because they always have stuff to do, there's not like a player versus player feature, so it's fine, you can do missions and keep upgrading your characters and participate in these events and all that stuff. I sunk a lot of money into that game last year, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. That's me and Pokemon Go. Yeah. (laughs) so when legacy wars came out this year i got into it pretty heavily and i've sunk some money into it but not a lot but my two big concerns because i do play that one every day and i do like that there's challenges new challenges every day so you can get the morph boxes and continue upgrades. So there's incentives for, for keep playing. And I know some of these like new rangers, they stay kind of behind a paywall for a while, and then they get integrated into like the different level tiers or whatever. So I hope that they continue to remember that not everyone is going to pay a lot of money. And that's fine. You can keep your, your legacies and your rares and, and whatever. But 
there are some frustrating things about the game, just gameplay-wise and balance changes. And I get frustrated with it, too, for sure. Like, I'm like, oh, that was such a BS thing. Or, you know, why isn't it recognizing my thumb when I'm hitting these attack buttons? You know, you know that kind of stuff. Like, what's wrong with my thumb? Is it the thumb or the game? I don't know. <laughs> I'm definitely interested in Megazord mode. I just think that's a bigger opportunity for them to also introduce more villains into the game which will be very cool. And I hope we get to see a little bit more of maybe some more popular monsters of the week that were in different seasons. It's exciting. I, I'm glad they're continuing to update, but, you know, I'm not going to sink in $100 just for the chance to get one of these premium rangers. Unfortunately, that's a bit of a thing that's keeping me from enjoying some of these exclusives. But I echo what all of you guys say. Enway is awesome. And I think this is a great way to celebrate 25 years because they have all these different rangers from different seasons, and it's fantastic. And then next, Funko, they had some exclusives at the show. They had the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Dragonzord Pop in regular and black and gold, which was interesting that they released a black and gold because there was not a black and gold variant released of the regular Megazord. And I don't know if they're saving that for another convention or not. Hmm. They, they could know. be. I would be surprised if they didn't. And then there's also the glow-in-the-dark Green Ranger, so, yay. For you, the listeners of Ranger Command Power Hour, Gamefly is offering a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get your free trial today and check out some cool games, go to GameFlyOffer.com slash RangerCommandPH. Again, that's GameFlyOffer.com slash RangerCommandPH for your free 30-day trial. Getting back into pretty much the meat of New York Comic Con, we'll focus on Bandai now. First, they had the Fighting Spirit figure uh, set exclusive, which I really like this because it's celebrating a specific episode in the franchise in a unique way. And the fact that they repainted the Green Ranger to have his silver stripe, to have the silver buckle, to have the wrong color holster on the wrong side, <laughs> to basically represent how he looked in that episode is a fantastic attention to detail. And I I really applaud Bandai for that. Yeah, oh, yeah. he's accurately inaccurate. It's great. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> this is such a funny way to prove how you're how much you're paying attention. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> to, to prove you're paying attention by making sure you point out how someone might not have been paying attention. It's so good. It's so good. That version of the Green Ranger has become so almost in itself iconic because they had the Silver Street come back in Legendary Battle and because JDF was like, nah, bro, what are you doing? They had to digitally paint it green. <laughs> Which creates another variant because it's now it's like slightly darker green stripe ranger. <laughs> That's legendary battle exclusive set coming yeah. soon. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And you'll have titanium ranger with his screwed up helmet. <laughs> I 
really dig the packaging that they feature uh, Dino Thunder Black on the packaging. That's, uh, it's just, it's a really great set, and I can't wait to get it, like, in my hands. <laughs> so jealous. Yeah. I hate that I want it so much. I'll bring it over, Doug. I'll, I'll let you yeah. see it. <laughs> I just really want it for the Green Ranger. Yeah. Anything, right? <laughs> I don't plan on getting the metallic figures, so metallic white and especially metallic red Zeo or just kind of like whatever, but I really need the accurately inaccurate Green Ranger. <laughs> uh, one of the other excuses at Bandai was the Toma uh, version of the Tokyo Vinyl Megazord. Uh, and it had some like really cool blue and purple flames. I like the Tokyo vinyl versions. I like those more than the pops. And I have a few, well, I have a lot from when they did um for Mega Force and a couple of different Rangers. And I have the regular version of the Tokyo vinyl Megazord and the black and gold one that they released last year. But I saw the paint job on this, and I really did not get the appeal of it. So I took a pass on this variant, and I'm fine with it. I don't get it, but I like it, and I don't know why. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. The colors are just, I don't know, pleasing in some way. Just the Oh, yeah. It almost feels really just slick looking. Just, but I, it's not anything I would ever buy because there's no, it makes no sense. It's just kind of neat I just to look don't at. Know why. <laughs> And I think it would be cool if they kept doing, like, different artist variations. That might be a cool thing to do. But for me, I was just like, you know what? I'm fine with the regular and the black and the gold versions. I'm I'm cool with that. We got to see toy versions of Super Ninja Master Mode. And like I said on Twitter, this is like, you want blades on top of blades on top of blades. Then you got this. It seems like they just stuck Ninja Stars even more on the armor, and it's a little bit more complicated than that, but it basically follows the same pattern that we've been getting for the last six years. Especially, it really takes a cue from Super Dino Drive mode, where they have the thigh pads and the shin pads in a different style. I think it's cool that they released a poster and, and they look sharp, but I'm just, I'm getting, huh, that wasn't meant to be a joke, but I'll take it. Um, <laughs> but, but to me, I'm, I'm just getting tired of these modes. I want cockpits. I know it's, it's meant to sell toys. I know. We all know why it's there. Yeah, it's transparent. I think, Brian, I think it was you that said it best. Like, until we see them used in a different way, I'm not going to care. Yeah. Is that you? Yeah. Yeah. Especially in this show, when you have the lion fire armor already, you could fit each of those rangers in the armor, and there's five new toys, which Lord knows they might do that anyway. I don't know, but like you already have that, and then on top of that potential, now you have the the super master mode, and it's like, oh look, it's the same figure you just bought, except now it's got more pointy things on its thighs, <laughs> and so and they released that for all six rangers, and like it was so tiring with Dino Charge, like yeah. mentally wise, I'm like, I need to get it because they're a different form, right? And it's just frustrating, because like I'd rather be buying villains, or I'd rather be buying nothing, and. <laughs> 
<laughs> you throw these at me instead, and they don't get used at all just in a cockpit, and that's not fun. They're not going to fight in them. So what is the purpose other than to sell an action figure to people like me? <laughs> exactly, and people like me. Super Mega Force had 30-something action figures, and they were all the different rangers. And then they're like, wow, those sold really well. How can we make 30 waves of figures again? Oh, just add, like, modes on top of modes. And, yeah, I collected all of them in Dino Charge, too. Like, I, I, I get it. But, and the figures are literally the only thing I'm collecting from Ninja Steel, aside maybe whenever they release that NinjaCom, or the DataCom. I forgot, to- I forgot about that. Yeah, whenever the heck that comes out, because those are cool. I'll get that. I even said on this show before that, oh my god, the chainsaw blade, I- I'll totally buy that toy. And then I saw it in person, I was like, Mm, that's $35 I can save. Me too. That's what I did. <laughs> like, as cool as it looks in the show, the toy does not live up to that at all. So yay, uh, more more modes. Why not? We also got pictures and uh, looked at the Deluxe Blaze Megazord. This is the... Brian, help me out with the pronunciation of this. Gekiat style. There you go. That thing from the Ninja. (laughs) (laughs) I actually collected all the Ninja mechs when the show was out. As crazy as those robots are, I really think that they look really cool. And I really like the Gagatsu Dio. I like the flames that are coming off of it. The Japanese toy was awesome with the clear flames. And it's a really good looking toy. And you know what? I saw this. The, this is the Ninja Steel version. I think they did a good job translating it. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, there's the normal like lack of paint in some areas. Sure. Some places have slightly different molding to make it look a little different and, and all that jazz. But for the most part, like just looking at the two side by side, the, the differences are fairly minimal. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they did a pretty good job, all things considered. I'm not going to get it. Right. Because I've got all the, the Japanese ones like you do. But uh, I, I think for those that are like on a bit more of a budget or just collecting the Bandai America ones instead, I don't think you're missing out on a whole lot. Looked pretty good to me. So Yeah, they look pretty sweet. And then next up are the Legacy Display Helmets. This is going to be part of that 25 uh, of the 25th. And they have the White Ranger on display, but we'll at least get the White and red MMPR Rangers. And basically what these are are one-fourth scale desk versions of the helmets. And it's something I'm going to skip out on. They're kind of neat, but my problem is I'm starting to run out of space, and there's too many types of things to collect. Yes. So I just don't have the space for it. So I might get a couple, but at this point I'm... I'm really trying to like control my impulses and just not try and collect a whole another line of items because it's just way too much to do. You know, when you say that, it's like I completely understand because I'm even thinking about paring down my collection and just really focusing on the special things. And I feel that there was at one point I was I was literally collecting every single thing that came out. And now 
I'm way more picky and choosy because I just feel like you keep piling on the MMPR stuff. It just distanced me more and more away. I don't need like seven versions of one Ranger in different lines. If we had, maybe if they released more of those like mini helmet sets, like the the really mini ones that were, you know, in line with what the Sentai did, that would be cool because then we would get whole teams. But this insistence on just MMPR, MMPR, MMPR. I know that's what sells, but at the same time, that can only be the only thing that sells because that's what they're releasing. You know, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy if they say, well, MMPR is the only thing that sells. Well, that's the only thing you release. Yeah. <laughs> so, I saw a statement like that, like today or whatever, and I was like, but that, what, they're like in the legacy line, MMPR is the only thing that sells. Like, well, what else is there? There's the, the legacy Rangers, but there's only a handful of other seasons. Everything else is like Mighty Morphin. So, yeah. What else even is yeah. there to sell? I can't fathom that quote. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's the only thing that sells. It's the only thing you've released. Yeah. You shut your mouth and make other toys. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I will continue to say, as a fan and a collector, Bandai, please get your together and follow what your parent company in Japan does and release and do a collector's online shop. You will be guaranteed to have my money from here until the end of time if you do stuff outside of MMPR and do it to the quality that Premium Bandai is doing. They are releasing Ranger licenses exactly as the original toy, but packed with like 60 to 75 phrases. And it's like, oh my God, I will pay a premium price for well-made items. And if they're worried about distribution because, I don't know, Toys R Us is going to go out of business, then, (laughs) then do something that you know is going to sell. Set up a pre-order page get all of your pre-orders in and then make exactly that number. So that way it's truly a collector's item. You make exactly how many you're going to sell and everyone's happy. Everyone gets their money. It's fine. And then maybe do what premium Bandai did. And if you get a certain number of pre-orders, guess what? We'll unlock a new feature for this toy. They did it for the die reno that's coming out, right? They said, oh, well, you'll get the minifigures and you'll get this and that. So just do that. (laughs) Make a premium collector shop. Do it, please. That way we can get past MMPR, and if they're so worried that nothing but MMPR sells, maybe this will prove them wrong. That's my little soapbox thing. Preach it! But no, why would I need a mini red MMPR helmet if I have the life-size version that I can wear whenever I want? (laughs) You know? And when those pictures first came out, I'm like, oh my god, they're doing a Legacy White Ranger helmet. And then it's like, then you see it next to the figure, and I was like, what the hell? (laughs) That's a really tiny person. (laughs) You, You know what it is? Maybe... Maybe these are helmets for cats, and it ties back to Meow Ranger. Oh, God. Oh, man. RIP Meow Rangers. These are helmets that your cat can wear. 
I'm gonna get so many cats. <laughs> I'm gonna get at least six cats for this. <laughs> oh god. But yeah, the display helmets I'm not a fan of because I know it's pointless for me to collect them because they'll never do every ranger ever. The thing that's so frustrating is I think they're really cool and I don't want them. And that's so frustrating to me. But, but the thing is, I think they're really cool and if there weren't other lines already in existence that I had begun right. to invest in, I would be all in on these. You know, like if mm-hmm. the Legacy figure line didn't exist and they said, hey, we're releasing this helmet collection, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm going to get every single one of those. But I'm already invested in in something that's the full figure of this thing you're releasing. So for the same price point. Yeah. And it's frustrating for them to release something that I think is so cool, but no, I'm never going to buy. Those little things are $20. Yeah. So ridiculous (laughs) because they say that there's going to be like more detail and die cast, blah, 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 blah. Well, and that's cool. Except I'm already dropping 20 bucks per Ranger on the figures. Right. No, I get you. I don't know what they expect. <laughs> uh, next, they had on display something that they previewed first at San Diego Comic-Con, which was the Legacy T-Rex and Sabretooth Tiger Zords. I don't care. They can't combine. It's a joke to call them Legacy. I already have the Imaginex ones. I have the Legacy ones that actually form the Megazord. These are just weird, and I don't like them, and please go away. I'm very confused. Is anyone... The answer could be no. Is anyone here able to help me understand what these are? No. Like, okay. That's cool. <laughs> they have, like, a cockpit, and you put a little mini two-inch ranger in, and I don't care. Please stop calling this legacy, because for me as a collector, that's not what I'm interested in. Again, I don't need five versions of the T-Rex Zord. I don't need... What? You don't? <laughs> no! Because I'm... <laughs> My open my wallet is not open and it's not like a continuous stream of money that's coming out for crap that I don't need. <laughs> you just broke somebody at Bandai's heart. They're like obsessed like to death with the T Rex sword. Uh, I wanna make the T Rex sword in every scale and every, you know, possible version and, and now they're just, they're just You know, if if it was a big scale Zord that actually combined, like if it was on the same scale as the movie Megazord that came out. And again, I love the movie. Didn't collect any one of those Zords because if it's not trash, well, because they're trash, but again, it's, they made it at a scale. It's like nothing I own is at this scale. It will stand out in my collection, like a sore thumb. Now, if they released a legacy movie Zord that was pretty much in scale and had die cast, with all the other Legacy Zords, now I'm interested. But to have two Legacy Zords in a ventral line that will have all of them, and they don't combine? What's the point? Yeah, Yeah, I think that with the Legacy Movie Megazord, yeah, the toys were not that great. But, like, the appeal was the size, or at least. You know, there was something there. With these, I, I literally can't think of any angle where there's justification for, for these being in existence. Well, I, there's a huge point there, too, Eric, with the fact that they're calling these Legacy, because I don't... These don't seem to fit into the audience that Legacy is is very unabashedly been catering to. Right. I, I don't... That's This is what's so confusing to them about me. 
to, confusing to me about them. <laughs> <laughs> They're in your brain, Doug. <laughs> They're brain melting. That's how confusing they are. I just don't get anything about them. So, yeah. Are these uh, ages fifteen plus, like all the other legacy? <laughs> oh games? God! Right? I don't know. <laughs> well, no, because you. you... On packaging. I zoomed in. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just weird. You got like a, a mini figure, and you open up their cockpit. I don't. I don't care. That's. I, I'm not here to play with these things. I'm here to collect them and have them look good on my shelf. And it existed before. Like, is this no. to be a reissue of an old '90s toy? No, it's not. What the heck? I don't get it. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to understand. Trust me, people have been trying to figure out what these things are since San Diego Comic Con, and no one has a good reason as to why uh, these exist. Except, like, I would be more excited if they yeah. did a legacy. Like, remember those? They did like a a Power Rangers, essentially a Polly Pocket type thing, where you like opened up the Megazord, yes. like little teeny tiny. Like I would be oh, more excited yes. about that because I'd be like, I had that toy, you know. But this isn't even something people had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the little it. mini playsets and stuff, man. Bring those yeah. back. Those exactly. Speaking of bringing things back, legacy fliphead figures. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, you know. I know there's a lot of mixed feelings on this. Sure. I'm kind of excited about this one. And the thing is, though, particularly the Fliphead figures, I really don't care much about if they're starting to bring back, like, any other toys. The Flipheads were, like, the first Power Rangers toys that I pretty much had. Mm-hmm. And just, I know you can order them on eBay or whatever for probably only a teeny bit more, you know, expensive than these may end up, mm-hmm. you know, what, 20 bucks or something. <laughs> oh, less? Okay. Well, there you go. Even less. <laughs> and you can get them right now. But... The, uh, I, just the fact that you'd see that like them on the store shelf and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and I did see a video that Bruno from MMPR Toys did, and there are some slight improvements in terms of like the dragon shield actually stays on the Green Ranger mm-hmm. instead of like touching it <laughs> and apart. Because I have like I've had half a dragon shield for most of my life because I've lost it a long time ago, so I can finally have a complete one that stays in place. So like for that reason, you know, I just think it's kind of cool they're bringing those back because. It's always cool to have action figures of the Rangers morphing, and I, I never particularly like the scale or the, you know, the way they did any of the other morphing figures in the last few years, particularly mm-hmm. because they'd always have weird poses too. But I think it's kind of cool to bringing the flip heads back. At least. I'm happy these are back because people have been talking about wanting them for so long. So even though yes. I'm not personally interested, I'm like stoked for the fans who have been asking for this. I'm also conflicted because, like you, Hassan. These were some of the first toys I owned as a kid. And I give so much props to Bandai for recreating the toy, first of all. Because these are new molds. In Bruno's video, they recreated them, but with new molds. So, But to look as close as possible to the originals with improvements. But I give props to Bandai from a graphic design standpoint... To recreate the packaging to that level of detail, awesome. You guys are amazing for doing that. That's what I would call a legacy figure or a legacy something. That's worthy of the legacy line. You're bringing something literally back from people's childhood and putting in new packaging. And what was great for me was that they have an outer box that stores the figure box into. So it's almost like you're getting this collector's 
packaging with your figure to protect the quote-unquote original packaging. And to me, that's a brilliant way to do that, where you're mixing the new branding with the old style. And that's such a great way to do it. So I think these are cool. Am I going to get them? I'm still on the fence about them. And then the Legacy Zeo and Dino Thunder figures on display, they look great. I'm going to get them. I had to mute my microphone because I was screaming too loud in excitement. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so stoked. Like, I I just want, I just want zero. I want, like, ten of every Zeo. They're so good. I just want to, like, sleep in a bed of them. And thank you, Bandai, for fixing the shield. I guess from the pictures, from the new press release pictures, Kailash on Twitter, he noticed that they actually redid the waist articulation so that the entire shield would not be broken as the original prototypes. And Jason from Saban Brands confirmed that they slimmed down the cuffs on the hands and the feet because the original prototypes, those things were massive. It looked like RPM tires on those things. (laughs) (laughs) They clearly did some retooling and improvements, and I really appreciate Bandai for for doing that. I know a lot of people give crap about Bandai for some of their decisions, but like I said, I will praise what people are doing right (laughs) and and criticize what I think is wrong. But yeah, these legacy figures, my only thing is just make more of them faster. (laughs) So oh, yeah. before before Toys R Us closes or something, like please, and please release them in like stores that we all want to go to, and not Walgreens and. <laughs> please, oh my God! If if Lazy Figures start showing up in big lots, I'm done. <laughs> oh God, Rite Aid! Like some of these stores won't even buy me. <laughs> I have a Rite Aid near me that literally still has a 2010 Rita Repulsa figure. It's been there for years. Oh, God. Make sure to check in on it. I'm like, okay, you're still here. Cool. Like, if it goes away one day, I'm actually going to be a little upset because, like, it's been there for years. It's like a staple at this Rite Aid. Like, it's it's right there. Is there just, like, a fine layer of dust on that thing? Like, what? (laughs) Bandai, good job on some of this. WTF on some of the others. Boom Studios, which I think they are killing it in Power Rangers. Yeah. (laughs) This is the best thing that happened since Power Rangers, since Mighty Morphin to some people. (laughs) So, first off, in issue 20, which releases this month, later this month, we are going to find out about the 1969 Rangers, but Boom showed us a preview female red and black ranger and a male pink ranger. That's so cool. It's awesome. They're really taking a, a go Hydra twist to this and I love it. Yes. It's cool. And also announced the Power Rangers artist tribute. It's going to be a 112 page hardcover collection of amazing artwork that spans all 25 years of Power Rangers history. And the listing is already on Amazon. We saw Turbo and Zeo art 
at Boom Studios. And we saw Ninja Steel's art because at the show, the Ninja Steel cast was signing the Ninja Steel poster, which was artwork supposedly from this artist tribute. This is the sexiest thing on the list. Yes. It is. It is. One side note, I'm surprised we didn't see the Insight Editions book yet. Yeah. That concerns me, because I really want that behind-the-scenes thing. But this artist tribute? Freaking awesome! Yes. Mm. I'm somebody that absolutely adores like art books for video mm-hmm. games and shows and movies that i love and while this isn't like a production art book or anything like that just to have an entire book of illustrations that span like the entire history of the franchise uh, is going to be absolutely incredible especially just looking at the few samples that we've gotten from it they're amazing to say the least so i'm super excited for this one this is probably my favorite actual reveal in like this entire show Mm-hmm. Was was this book right here? So huge props to them for putting that together. That's going to be a number one thing for me next year. I want to buy like two copies, <laughs> one to preserve and one to just thumb through constantly because I cannot wait to see what the SPD artwork is going to be like. Oh yeah, you and me both, buddy. I know, <laughs> I know, and and Mystic Force, like ah. There's just going to be so many cool things from so many different artists, and I can't wait. This this is really cool. Another cool thing that I think is, like, second to this cool thing is yeah. Boom Studios is going to remaster classic Power Ranger comics. It's going to be a remastered archive that contains the Power Ranger series from Marvel, Image, Paper cuts and <laughs> and Hamilton comics, all collected in one collection for the first time, which will have Mighty Morphin, Alien Ranger Saga, Power Ranger Zeo, and of course the Samurai Mega Force stuff that Paper Cuts did. I collected those Marvel comics as a kid. I had those. I don't know what happened to them, but I had them at one point. And the fact that they're going to remaster these comics, don't ask me how you remaster a comic. I don't know how that works. But I'm so glad that we're getting this. And I'm so glad that Boom Studios either got the rights to republish from Marvel and all these different places. But, man, Boom Studios is firing on all cylinders right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is how you celebrate a legacy of Power Rangers. I mean... Like, you're, you're taking stuff from multiple different seasons, from multiple different publishers, things that if you were to track them all down now would possibly be, I mean, it might be impossible to do or it might be really expensive or who knows what condition these things are. You're collecting it all into one package. I mean, this is truly celebrating, like, mm-hmm. um, a, a legacy of the show that, you know, the comics aren't something that most people think about when you think Power Rangers, but to have this there in, in one collection like this, like, that's just fantastic. I want them to go deep. Get that Zeo, because I think that comic finished on a To Be Continued, and they never finished their story. Get the original artist to do part two. Do something really cool like that, or find that masked writer Beetleborg thing. Like, just do something. (laughs) Because those exist, and I think this is a great way 
to archive Ranger history. And you're right, Hassan, just the fact that they're able to make this possible from so many different publishers is an incredible feat in itself. And I think republishing it makes it last longer. It's something that we can really collect from our childhood. When they did the remastered thing, when they announced it, I was floored because I'm like, oh my God, I remember having that comic and I don't anymore. And now I have a chance to own it again and re-experience reading those issues. Two big thumbs up to Boom Studios because they are killing it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. not just, you know, this, but like their main comic book line, the Go-Go Power Rangers line. I mean, the storylines have been fantastic. And yes. even like the Go-Go Power Rangers thing, when they're like, when they announced it, I was like, okay, another MMPR thing and... They're just exploring their day-to-day lives. Like, really? Like, is that necessary? But I love it so much. Oh, oh yeah. Like, they're giving some really cool backstories to these characters. And it, they're actual characters. Yes. That's, yeah. That's something fresh. They're not just cardboard cutouts of what their archetype is. And it's awesome. I love it. Any more thoughts on anything that went down at New York Comic Con? No, it was just a lot. I'm glad that the cast got their due for Ninja Steel. I'm glad that they got to go and experience and be the star of one of these events because San Diego Comic-Con, the spotlight was kind of taken from them because of, you know, everything that was going on with the movie and and all that stuff and, or last year's San Diego Comic-Con and and New York Comic-Con and all that. So I'm glad that the current cast got the spotlight this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They really needed to do what they did with New York Comic-Con and I'm happy. They did it. It definitely makes up for San Diego Comic-Con, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to go to our Ranger Nation answers where we asked, and I'll have to find the question because I didn't put it in the show notes. uh, (laughs) But what was your best news item from New York Comic-Con? What did you enjoy the most? So we'll go to Twitter. Common Ranger Bat at WonderBatX5 said, the only thing that actually got me excited was the comic arcs that are coming. Everything else was kind of boring. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. So I guess the 25th issue upcoming starts off this, like, war arc? Because they said that, like, war war is coming. And I guess this kicks off, like, the newest story uh, with Dracon, because I assume Dracon's coming back in some fashion. So I'm excited for that because if we have a Power Rangers war, I think that opens up the possibility that we'll see more than just Mighty Morphin. Oh, yes. We got to experience a little bit of that in the 2017 annual with that Forever Black story and all the Black Rangers across the multiverse, which was freaking awesome. So whatever this war story is that's coming up, I think it's going to be pretty cool. All right, uh, Edward Sanchez at uh, Edward is the man. My favorite news out of NYCC was the Super Ninja Steel trailer and Legacy Wars Megazord mode. Hashtag Ranger Nation. Hey, Hassan, you said. The return of the flip head figures is cool. We knew they were coming, but nice to see pictures. Also, Sledge and Super Ninja Steel is pretty neat, even if it's probably for one episode. Also, loving the Boom Studios comics, and the old MMPR team looks very interesting. Kyle, at Deadpool underscore Ranger. That Rorschach from the Watchmen is returning in DC's Doomsday Clock, number one. 
As for Power Rangers related, I'm excited for the comic book stories that are still to come. Near at Nightmare 10 said the Super Ninja Steel trailer. Seeing Sledge return got a woe from me. 25th anniversary plans sound good. Just need to see how it's executed. Oh boy. Uh, Kikiri? Maybe? I'll go with that. (laughs) (laughs) I love KCS says uh, the original 1969 Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic story. I can't wait to meet these old slash new Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Orange at Mr. Yellow said, honestly, the Boom Comics stuff. The trailer was good, but sadly, I have little faith it's going to be done properly. Jen Nguyen at Minimoon132002. Definitely the trailer. It's definitely a news worth waiting for. Brave Zio93 at ZioWeb93 said, one, Boom Comic News. Two, the Flipheads have me excited. Three, Sludge! (laughs) <laughs> Brian, you so get to is... read your own comment. Tricky <laughs> <laughs> fellow. <laughs> Weird guy. I don't, I don't follow him. <laughs> I've never heard of him before. It's strange. I said, I believe I can actually sit here and say nothing. Legacy 1993 toys do nothing for me. Uh, not a peep from Lionsgate regarding a sequel is what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the sludge part of the trailer only leaves me cautiously optimistic of something cool. Boom is the only company that delivered less than what's up power rangers sequel come on yeah where you at juan carlos sanchez at orange spd ranger said the white ranger helmet and number 25 the war and old reprints of marvel pr adam at little adam 87 said boom is flat out awesome anxious about the war starting issue number 25 i am cautiously optimistic that the rest will pick up oh i just want to give out a shout out to adam he got me a signed poster of the ninja steel cast that they were signing and i'm super excited for that so that's cool (laughs) i love that artwork that artwork of all the rangers being engulfed in flames and doing cool ninja stuff i really dug that Solomon D at Sollyman underscore D said, I loved the Zeo Legacy figures and everything the comic is doing. Sludge's return is a good idea, but I'm worried about the actual execution. So we're going to hear a lot of that that theme in these comments. <laughs> this other weird fellow named Long's Toys. Never heard of him. <laughs> I didn't plan this, okay? (laughs) So my random co-host says, uh, Flip heads are neat to see. Dino Thunder legacy figs look fantastic. Smiley face emoji. (laughs) John Hendricks at JC Hendricks 320 said, I don't care about any of it. I wish we had a legacy Shogun Megazord announcement. Only care about 93 toys if they re-release the Megazords. Ken Glenn at the Ken Glenn said, 25th plans are neat. Hope to see more soon. Flip heads are nice. Loved it when TMNT released old figures for its 25th. Also, comics! <laughs> Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam said, Boom Studios reprinting old comics was a huge surprise. A great way to preserve history and another sign of Boom's commitment to the brand. Tommy Brevard Jr. at Kid Flash DBN says, uh, Super Ninja Steel and Sledge's Return, The Rangers of 1969, War is Coming in MMPR number 25 and tyler bozetsky at ty red bows said boom comics legacy zeo and diner thunder 25th anniversary episode slash plans and live tour starting in phoenix no doubt hashtag arizona loyal stuff i'm iffy on are those legacy zords imaginex looks better mini helmets and while automorphin re-releases are cool they're really only for people who are missing some or never got the chance to have them 
all in all, more good than bad. Uh, over on Facebook, uh, Noah Bowden said, I would have to say that I'm really pumped for the Automorph figures because I never had the chance to collect all of them as a kid since I was born late, and also the Pacific Rim Uprising trailer. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that Pacific Rim trailer, though. So good. I, I second all those yeses. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Charlie Niemeyer said, Power Rangers related, the return of Power Rangers Live. Not Power Rangers related. Batman, the animated series, coming out on Blu-ray. And I'm also in that same boat because, holy cow, that's going to be awesome. That That is another of my childhood. <laughs> I second all those yeses. <laughs> Ratification approved. Like, I don't know. <laughs> We got a little bit of time. Is there anything you guys want to get off your chest or talk about Power Rangers related? Get better. <laughs> get well soon. I feel like send the card right to Saban Brands. <laughs> Way back in that, that shirt contest, there was a shirt with the Red Ranger sick and bend said it's morphine time. We just need to send that to Zabamba. <laughs> I have that shirt. Um, <laughs> actually, that, that was way before any of those t-shirt contests. That was just T-Fury. Yeah, I think it was originally like a T-Fury shirt. Because I bought that thing like ages ago. But yeah, that's, that's get well soon. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you guys for coming on the show today. It's always good to have you guys on. Brian, plug away. Anything you want to plug. I got got all the things. Uh, Right now you can follow me on Twitter at CollectorShuki. I did change my handle because I felt like it. But you can find all of my Power Rangers and other Tokusatsu reviews at YouTube.com slash ShukunShinobi and all of my Pokemon-related reviews over on YouTube.com slash PokemonCollectorShuki. And you can also listen to me and Chris Long from Long Stories talk about anything geeky under the sun on Geek Each Week every week over at geekeachweek.com. Nice. Doug? <laughs> Hi, I'm still here. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Doug Watchin. And also, if you are into Pokemon, my wonderful co-host Kyle and I host Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast which is now aiming to release something every week. Um, So every couple of weeks we do an episode about the news and anything that we are interested in talking about that week. And then on the weeks in between, we release one episode commentary podcast um, at a time. So feel free to check that out. I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can hear Brian in there. And actually, hopefully we'll hear from uh, these other two guys on there soon. We would love that. Oh, yes. You can find uh, me at uh, at Hassan of the one twenty on Twitter or uh, youtube.com slash the world of ha. Also, I host a monthly Nintendo podcast for any Nintendo fans called the Nintendo Fuse Podcast. It's the first Monday night of every month, and it's uh, live, so you can chat and be a part of it. Very cool. So, Ranger Nation. Let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com or on Twitter at rangercommandph, Instagram and Facebook, rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. You can also ask us a question anytime at ask.fm slash rangercommandph. And we will be back with many more awesome podcasts episodes this month i want to do a commentary for the power rangers movie which 
I hope we get a sequel to, but probably won't. And that saddens me. But <laughs> but that's in the works. We got a couple other things going on. So stay tuned as always. And thank you guys for listening. And thank you guys for being awesome co-hosts. Yeah. Thanks for having us. All right. I never know how to end these shows. <laughs> okay. I, I'm hungry and I need food. So. <laughs> That's a great way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> and I need, I need Power Rangers to get well soon. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour This is Trucky B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and you are listening to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks 